Hello everyone, you're listening to the Michael Amade Show, episode 139, The Blank Page. Earlier this evening, I went into the studio uh, for World Poetry Open Mic, my radio show that we do every Friday night, and, uh, you know, I sat down with JT, who's my co-host, and told him I had to talk to him about something, and I mentioned it on the air first, and then during one of the breaks, we talked about it. We have a, uh, we had previously announced that there was going to be a World Poetry uh, magazine, poetry magazine mostly, um, coming out this summer, preferably next month in June. And as we started putting it together, things were easily falling into place, and I realized how executable it was, and uh, it seemed like it was going to be great. And then one night, I woke up, and it was almost like I woke up in a sweat, kind of with a sense of dread, and it took me a while to realize what it was, but I knew it was around the magazine. I couldn't figure out what it was. Then it finally occurred to me that the thing that was really causing this this sensation, the strange feelings for me, was that we were creating something exactly like so many other things that had come before it. There was absolutely nothing special, nothing unique about it, other than the fact that it would showcase some writers that we really care about. And I had to really come to terms with the idea that I really wasn't interested in doing anything that was the status quo. I wasn't interested at all in doing anything that uh, you know, just kind of follow the rules and was just another... Uh, just another in a lineup of things that already existed. So I, I posted, you know, I talked to JT about it, and then I brought it up to my audience, and I said, you know, I really would like to see what your thoughts are as well. I mean, maybe we can come up with something. Maybe you'll have a shot of inspiration, but we're really looking for a way to make it different. We, we don't want to put out something that's the same. Many of them responded very positively, and I'm interested to see what we come up with, but I think that kind of resonates for me in a lot of ways that, uh, you know, I just don't want to do the same thing that everyone else has done. And there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, it's hard to be original, but I really feel like, especially in something like this, it's, it's worth the time. But that's not even what I want to talk about tonight. What I want to talk about is kind of going back to this life purpose search we've been going on for a while uh, over the last few days. And I was sitting thinking about it today, and it occurred to me that this kind of block about deciding what to do, not really knowing where to go in your life specifically as a purpose, sounds an awful lot like writer's block. It sounds an awful lot like facing a blank page and not knowing what to do. So going through my little library, I found a book um, called The uh, 101 Habits of Highly Successful Screenwriters. And it interviews a lot of different screenwriters who are well-known and asks them a lot of questions. And one of the ones that they asked was about facing the blank page. Now, I'm not going to read all of the answers, obviously, but there's a few that I thought were really insightful and we could apply to our own lives. So here we go. When asked how he feels when confronting a blank page, Screenwriter Ed Solomon says, I love the blank page. It's like arriving at community chest in Monopoly. You don't know what's going to be there when you turn it over. I don't know why writers complain about it. I find it harder to stare at a page that has words on it. The blank page is a big, open invitation. The other great thing is not having a rigid schedule to write during the day, so I can just write in a more organic pace and slow it down or speed it up as I need to. And here from Akiva Goldman is a very different approach. He says, 
I write in order and follow my outline. So when I start, I go back and read what I've done, usually in the last 10 to 20 pages, just to get a running start. And conversely, Michael Schieffer says, what puts me in the mood to write are desperation and fear. I had it when I had no money and no credits, and now I've got a family to support. I like writing first thing in the morning, starting with the first, okay, I'm alive and awake, and now I'm going to work. Well, one thing I found from many of the others uh, was something very interesting, that they would work very happily on the script that they have outlined for X amount of time a day. They take meetings, but then they'd also spend more time of that day outlining the next film. And they would always have something to look forward to so they weren't ever going into anything cold. This reminds me a lot of uh, a story I'd once heard about Ernest Hemingway, although apparently it's not really supported by his family, but it's a great idea nonetheless, that he would always stop writing mid-sentence because he wanted to have something left to put on the page when he got there in the morning so he wasn't starting cold. Now, the way to translate this to life, in my opinion, is that you need to be setting a goal and you need to be working towards it. And even if you have another goal beyond that, you can start preparation, maybe through exercise or diet or education or whatever ahead of time so you're always jumping ahead to the next goal and always jumping ahead to the next thing i found this kind of interesting and i would like to invite you to think about it see if you can uh, kind of apply those ideas to your life but I, i'm feeling more and more like my hesitation here is just one big case of writer's block what do you think and now, of course, for my health update for May 11, 2018, woke up this morning, I did some really good stretching and really felt good, and some meditation before heading off to school where I, you know, was in class all day. We did a teacher education today, got home, had a little bit of rest before heading out and doing the radio show, and now... I'm here. Now I'm at home and I'm getting ready to go to bed. So I'm going to stretch a little bit. I'm going to use a lacrosse ball here to help kind of uh, loosen these muscles. And then I'm going to be uh, heading to bed and sleeping and waking up very, very early uh, to try to um, just try to pick up somebody that needs to be picked up really early. So at any rate, I, uh, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm looking forward to hitting the gym a little bit this weekend as well. It's, uh, it's been too long and I'm really thinking it's going to feel great. What about you? What did you end up doing to uh, further yourself physically, mentally, spiritually? Uh, I'd be interested to hear. So if you want to send me a message or find out more about me, you can find me at michaelamaday.com. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. But until next time, which will be tomorrow, keep living authentically and keep living creatively.